to Drawn Out, a podcast about Disney animated film. I'm your host, Brooke. I'm your other host, Chase. And today is special because we have a guest. We have a very, very special guest. Who came a long way to be here. Uh, yeah, she flew all the way from Virginia. I don't know why she flew, because I told her we could Skype her in. But she flew from Virginia yesterday and is here today and is leaving tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> um, but it's my cousin. This is Aubrey. Um, she works in global health in D.C., yeah. which is, like, crazy. You're literally, like, international yeah. health person. Like, I don't know. That's just really cool. Yeah. Um, she speaks French. I do. And I have to at work now, which is fun because I'm a little rusty. <laughs> but it's good. It's really great. It's really fun. Yeah, so we have Aubrey with us, who loves podcasting and creativity, um, and you write as well. Theory. (laughs) Theory. (laughs) I actually recently found um, a bunch of my old, like, notebooks from, like, growing up, and I found all the poetry I wrote, Mm. and I was like, oh, I used to produce things. (laughs) I should do that again. So I'm going to try that was like last week, so oh, nice. this is like my trying to push myself back. Into yeah. It. <laughs> um. So we're gonna get to know you with a few questions okay. before we go watch our movie this week. Um. I'm very much in like the cast party mood. Of, like, <laughs> <laughs> we literally we didn't watch a short. We watched Lin Manuel Miranda's cast party SNL sketch just because because, because we're it's nerds great and it's good. <laughs> um. But anyway. <laughs> I just, like, feel it in my voice, the way I'm moving. But anyway, um, so first question, what was your favorite Disney movie growing up? I don't even know if I know this. Growing up, so I was thinking about this a lot, and I think it was a tie between Pocahontas and Mulan. Mm. So Mulan is the first movie that I remember seeing in theaters. My mom took me, we lived in Northern California at the time, she took me to downtown San Francisco the day it came out. It's my mom's favorite Disney movie. Um, and... But I, obviously she hadn't seen it yet, so I'm not sure why she was so excited. But, um, so it's like a really vivid memory in my, in my mind. And I just always loved that movie and it totally holds up. Um, and then I also just, I've always loved the music in Pocahontas. So Pocahontas was like one of my favorites when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I also got scared really easily as a child, which Chase can attest to. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> so I didn't like some Disney movies that I love now because they were too scary. Like, I really mm. didn't like Aladdin. I didn't like Beauty and the Beast. Wasn't allowed to watch The Little Mermaid until I was 12, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, Why do moms hate Little Mermaid so much? My mom also made us leave the theater when we went and saw Finding Nemo halfway through the movie and demanded her money back. Most mortified I've ever been by my mother in public. So my sister and I have a theory that she just hates underwater movies. Like, that's our theory. Which is possible because my mom has also communicated to me she has an intense fear of drowning. My mom does too. Yeah. What happened to them as children? I don't know. Our moms are sisters. Just <laughs> FYI. Like, that's how that's the cousinness here. <laughs> what happened to I them? Know. I don't know. They grew up in San Diego. Yeah. Why are they so afraid? Maybe that's why. They just got it <laughs> drilled into their heads, don't drown in the ocean. Maybe. And so Maybe. now they're both terrified of drowning. Doesn't apply to my mom. She compares herself to Dory all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, I have seen Finding Nemo multiple times since then, and The Little Mermaid, and love both of them, so, you know. Um, Do you have a favorite, a more recent Disney movie? Oh, man. I probably do, and I really should have thought about this since I knew this question was coming. Just like, did you do that thing where you're in the shower and you just kind of like fantasize about what your favorite podcasters talk to you about when you're finding on their podcast? Well, I actually was listening to the most recent episode of when we're recording this. Which would be our um, episode of The Aristocats. Yes. Um, on the plane yesterday, which was really fun, because I was like, oh my gosh, I get to do this tomorrow. Um, 
But then I was like, oh, I should probably think about my answers to these <laughs> questions. And then guess what I did do on my five-hour flight? Think about it. Um, most recent favorite. I'm trying. Okay, I've only watched it once, but it was phenomenal. I really love Moana. We watched it um, like on Netflix, so long after it had come out. But oh, okay. I just it well, was see, that's so good because it came out when our grandmother passed. Oh, that's oh yeah yeah oh, and I was a mess. I was <laughs> I was a mess. I yeah. Our our grandmother, who was like the matriarch of our family, for yeah. for real had just passed away, and that movie is all about family, family and, and grandmothers. Yeah. So. And it was, yeah. It's good thing you waited. I can't imagine if you would watch that. Oh, I think I said that, too. Oh, I think yeah. when we watched it, I was like, oh, I'm really glad I didn't see this in the theaters, because that would have been, I think I did, We I had that conversation. This yeah. random person I keep talking about is my husband. I just keep forgetting <laughs> that you guys can't see me, so me saying we are... Also, you don't know me, so there's that. <laughs> Do you have, like, a favorite princess slash hero? Um, so, Belle was always my favorite because... Amen. Books. Books. <laughs> I mean, I love to read. I've always loved to read. And France. France also, yes. Um, she, like, ticks all my boxes. But I really, and I feel like she gets forgotten a lot, and I don't even know if she counts as a princess, but she is a hero. Merida from Brave. She's a princess. She is. She, is, is she, she a princess had a coronation <gasps> to become a Disney princess. I missed that somehow. So. That makes me very happy because she's phenomenal. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she was just, she's, she's just so great. I will shoot for my own hand. Yes, you will, girl. <laughs> get it. Yes. I think my favorite backlash to Brave was the propaganda of or like this is lesbian propaganda and I was like you know I'm okay with that <laughs> right also we saw Brave with we our saw, grandmother we saw Brave with our grandmother in yeah. Palm Springs crazy yes weird and yeah we didn't grow up together we've lived states apart for most of our lives and yet we share so many Disney memories we do because our, our moms were great about making sure we got to spend time together growing up so yeah. it was yeah. all credit to them and our grandma because yeah. we shouldn't be as close as we are <laughs> Geographically speaking, it makes no sense. But yeah, thankfully we share a lot of a lot of memories. That's fair. I'm closest to my cousins who are who live and have grown up in Memphis. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's really good. Especially because her and her sisters are my only family, mm-hmm. so I, it would be very sad if we weren't close to them. <laughs> also, hi Memphis cousins. I think you might listen. Ooh. Yay! Because they're the Disney people in our family. Oh, perfect. Like so when are they coming on? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> so if you guys are listening, call me. <laughs> God, I really wish you guys could see Brooke's eyeshadow right now. Because every time I turn and look at her, it's just like this gorgeous green and oh, gold. And I you. just get stunned every time I look at you. It's just beautiful. I'm going to put it on my makeup Instagram. Perfect. Good. Actually, it's already on my regular Instagram. Oh, Great. But I'll put I'll like details. It. Yes. <laughs> Give us the how-to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Aubrey. Yes. Favorite Disney villain. So I really don't know because I've never been one to enjoy villains. Mm. So I think it would probably be Scar Ooh. because he is a drama queen. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. Like, I don't think I got that as a kid, but as I'd, like, gone back and watched The Lion King as an adult, I'm like, oh my goodness, you are... I mean, yeah, but I don't know. It's just, he's very over-the-top dramatic, and I think it's just his expressions, like, when Mm -hmm. he's dealing with the hyenas, and he's just like... 
This can't deal with these idiots. Yes. By you That's the line. <laughs> She's very relatable, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in customer service for a really long time before switching careers to global health, and yeah, customer service jobs will make you feel like Scar mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. time. It's true. Yeah. So yeah, very probably true. Scar, but yeah, I just I don't know. I never. Mm-hmm. It's never into the villains. Mm-hmm. How about what's your favorite Disney song? Um, also, Scar related. Be prepared. Yeah. Um, or um, be a man from Mulan. Ooh. That's also. A good I one. just. It's you know, so good. No one has said that song. Oh my gosh! No one has. No one's mentioned that song every time we do this. Um, that's really surprising. It is surprising because it's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. It like still gives me chills yeah. to this day. Like yeah. that's a very very good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's and it's also I mean. It's the song, and then also, obviously, like, her development. Sure. Yeah, the song yeah. sure. such a good song. Ugh. This is this is a house that loves and appreciates Donny Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the peacock on The Masked Singer? He, it's definitely him. It's Donny Osmond, you guys. It's very clear. I heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think that's all our questions. Yeah, yeah. it is. All right. So Oh no wait, what? we're gonna talk about Park memories. Park memories. Park memories. So I have two for you that stand out from when <laughs> I was a child. So the first one was my very first time to Disneyland. I was four. We went for Thanksgiving, which is a really weird holiday to go to Disneyland for, but it was fun. I was four, I don't know. And um so there's like that Goofy's Kitchen restaurant that all the characters are in. I don't even know if it's technically in the park, it might have been at the resort. Um but so during the dinner, Tigger, who's like over six feet tall, comes, plays with me. Like he like, I think I let him feed me my like French fries or something. And, you know, had lots of fun interacting with him. And then Eeyore came later. Eeyore is much shorter. He's probably only like five feet tall. And I don't know what it was about Eeyore, but I was terrified of him. And I made him cry. Oh. And I have felt guilty about it ever <laughs> since. <laughs> So yeah, four-year-old Aubrey made Eeyore cry. Not one of my my best moments. And then one of my other not best moments. So as I said earlier, I get scared. I got scared easily as a child and I did not like roller coasters. It was not my thing. Didn't like them. So I think probably the next time I went to Disneyland after that first time was with um, our families. So Chase and then her sister Kim. Um, the two little ones were like babies, so they mm-hmm. weren't... Um, my sister and our other cousin, my cousin, uh, weren't riding rides. All day long, Chase and Kim bugged me to go on Runaway Mountain. Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain. And also... And I have also probably called a Runaway Zach Mountain. Zach was there. Our family friends. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. More people to witness yep. my shame. Yeah. Forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me. You're very welcome. Um, <laughs> So they bugged me all day long to go on Thunder Mountain. And finally, because I was fed up with listening to them, I was like... Fine, we'll go. And I sat in the car with my mom and with Chase. No, I was behind you. Oh, you were behind me. I was okay. With my I, was, I know I dad, was with my mom at least. There may, I, I think it was just you and your mom and then Zach and his parents. Okay. And uh, started. And I probably like 10 seconds in immediately started like freaking out panic mm-hmm. attack level crying. Mm-hmm. And yelling at my mom, I want to get off, make it stop, I want to get off, and my poor mom, who loves roller coasters, is just like, 
Honey, I just can't. I'm so sorry. Just bury your head. I just buried my head in my mom's body and she just held me and she's just like, I'm so sorry. Probably trying not to laugh at how pathetic her daughter was. Yeah. And they were, my cousins were horrified afterwards. They just thought I was the biggest baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, we made fun of you for years. Oh, yeah. Literally (laughs) until I was an adult and went back to Disneyland and rode on Thunder Mountain and enjoyed it because I have gotten over that fear. Yeah. That's when they finally stopped making fun of me. I mean... We still make fun of you for yeah. it. It's just not as, it doesn't come up as often as it used to. No. Yeah. So, but on the bright side, I do love Disney parks. Um, I've been to Disneyland once as an adult, which was ugh, the best day. I want to go back. And then I also, I went to Disney World um, on a band trip in high school. We nice. drove from Texas to Orlando. 24-hour bus ride. Oh, my. On charter buses with all your best friends. We were, I was a junior. It was great. It was the best vacation of my life. Um, it rained two and a half of the four days that we were there. And I mean, like, a day and a half in, it started raining and did not stop. Wow. And it was great, though. It was really fun. Disney World was fun. But I, Disneyland, in my heart forever. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone should go there first. Mm-hmm. It's it's the original, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it... I haven't been to Disney World. Neither have but I. But everyone I've talked to who's done both parks... Like, Disney World makes fun of us for being smaller and older. But, like... Everyone says Disneyland has a special magic to it. It does. It, I mean, and Disney World does too. Don't get me wrong. Like they did mm-hmm. a fireworks show mm-hmm. that made you feel things, just like <laughs> just like at Disneyland. The shows are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I don't know. It's the original. Yeah, I enjoyed Epcot. Epcot was really fun. So I will say, like Epcot is mm. different and really fun because it's its own thing. Sure. But like going to Magic Kingdom at Disney World, I was like, I just want to be at regular oh. Disneyland. <laughs> Plus, it's not humid here. Also yes. True. Yes, the weather is, and it doesn't, you know, well, normally it doesn't pour raining for days on end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would give mm-hmm. the weather, yeah, yeah, much better yeah. at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Do you want to introduce our film? What are we watching? We're watching Robin Hood. And I, okay, so you're going to ask me when was the last time I watched it. And I don't know. It was that <laughs> long ago, I don't remember. I had to have been probably single digits mm, old. I don't wow. think I've, yeah. This is exciting though. I don't think we ever owned it. I think that's part of why uh, I haven't seen it. I think I, I watched it at like a friend's house, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was one we ever had. What made you want to do this episode? I just really wanted to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I originally asked for Aristocats and Chase was like, we already have someone for that. So I just looked at what was coming up soon and I picked Robin Hood because gotcha. I remembered enjoying it. So I know that's not like a great answer. <laughs> But, like, I really wanted to be on the podcast. Oh, and I wanted fantastic. to watch Robin Hood again because yeah. I remember enjoying it and I don't remember it. So I thought it'd be really fun to, like, well, revisit it. And it's a good thing we had you for this one, I guess, because then otherwise we would have had my dad and it just would have been dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I can still do those if you want. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I guess I can't stop you. <laughs> Uh, Brooke, when was the last time you watched it? Um, I have it on DVD. I can't tell you for sure, but it was fairly recently. But it it feels recent all the time because it's very much part of the culture of my immediate family. Mm. Like, my dad whistles Mm. all the time. And sometimes he'll, like, use oodalali as an expression. (laughs) Um, And um, we use this most often for the cat, but we also do it to each other. Now I know why your mom always calls you nutsy. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. All the time. Uh, I think this is another one that I'll fall asleep to, only because Udalali is such an easy song to fall asleep to, and it's right at the beginning, Mm -hmm. so you can just play it, fall asleep, 
And, like, maybe you'll wake up in time to hear the Prince John song. This would be great. Or, you know, you just sleep the whole night. It's great. It's a good sleep movie. <laughs> um, and on that note, we should go watch it. We're going to go Let's watch it. Let's go. Yay. What do you guys think? Loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I definitely remembered it word for word. <laughs> like, that doesn't happen a lot with the Disney movies. Like, you know, you remember it. Yeah. Like, oh, and yeah, I feel fond. Yeah. And I was like, no, I could quote this whole thing straight through the minute the first note hit. I was like, I know everything that's coming. <laughs> I genuinely think I've only seen this once or twice before, but I weirdly vividly remember what every single character looked like. Mm. Like, every single one of them was so familiar. <laughs> they're stunning character oh, designs. Oh, gorgeous. It's um, very good. Specifically Ken Anderson's character designs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are very good. So who wants to hear the origin story? Yes! yes. So, yes. We've mentioned, so we've mentioned a few times how um, early on Disney had, talk, had kind of batted around the idea of doing um, Reynard the Fox... Uh, or and or Chanticleer mm-hmm. as a story before I'd been kicking around for long enough and then they're like eh, those aren't great and then I think it was Ken Anderson who said hey why don't we take those kinds of characters and put them into Robin Hood mm-hmm. oh, and, I had a note that was like is this rooster their Chanticleer design yes uh, yeah awesome yeah <laughs> and so um and Wolfgang Reitherman was the director and he I guess he really liked Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid because he was like, what if we made it a Western? Like, some of the original concept designs are like, why don't we do something that's more kind of like Song of the South a mm, little bit? Okay. And so they're like, well, let's make, how about we make it a Western then? And so they originally wanted to make it a Western. And you can kind of hear that in the music still. Mm-hmm. And in the casting, they cast yes. a bunch of people who were in Westerns. And it's why um, the team is Robin Hood and Little John not the brand of Merry Men because Butch but it's just uh Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's so great. And one of my favorites, like um I back when I had film struck and I didn't make it all the way through stagecoach because older John Wayne just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> but the second Andy Devine opened his mouth in that movie, I rec- I was like, oh man, that's Briar Tuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so that was, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, and, no, and there were some, also some other um, design things. They had originally thought of making Friar Tuck a pig, but then they were mm. like, probably don't want, we might get some religious flash, but, mm-hmm. you know, clap back on that. And so yeah. we're like, we don't want to do that. And they also played with making the sheriff a goat, but then Ryther <laughs> <laughs> was like, no, a wolf is perfect. <laughs> I we wanted, enjoy we the wanted... fact that it was a fat wolf. Yeah. Like, that just cracked me up because mm-hmm. he's so fat and he's a wolf <laughs> and you just don't. It's not a thing you think of very often. And there was a, well, there was one very good observation made about him during the movie. Yeah. Um, 
So the sheriff of Nottingham sounds like Ted Cruz. It kind of looks like him a little bit from some a angles. Bit. Yeah. So you know, new fan theory. <laughs> the sheriff of Nottingham, Nottingham is the Zodiac killer. Yep. You heard it here first, folks. We solved it. <laughs> I mean, seventy-three. It's perfect. Right. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I looked up the voice actor. He also sort of looks like Ted Cruz. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just you know, I'm so sorry. Um, and I had one more production thing. Uh, is that Terry Thomas, who did the voice of Sir Hiss, um, he had gap teeth. And that's where they got mm. the idea to give Sir Hiss the gap teeth. To I stick was, his little teeth. I was to going to say something about that because that was really funny because you're used to, like, snakes in... Talking snakes in movies sound like they have a lisp, but uh-huh. it's usually just because they just do. Yeah. So I thought it was very charming that they like gave him a gap in his teeth. But that's that's nice to hear that it yeah. was like because of the actor. Yeah, that that's was really cool. I did yep. giggle about that throughout the movie. So th- those are that's my that's um that's all the cool stuff for my research. Nice, <laughs> love yeah. it. Well, I remember like this was my introduction to Robin Hood and Robin Hood lore growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I never really like understood that Robin Hood had a band of merry men until I didn't much either. later. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. I was going to say, like, that really messed yeah. with my perception I of I the story. I remember thinking that was weird when I heard it other places. Yeah. Yeah. So like, or, like, oh, I know... The two of them. <laughs> and, like, when you say anything about Will Scarlet to me, I just picture Worf in the costume in that one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'll keep an eye out for... I, Donica and I are going to start a Star Trek podcast eventually. We'll finally get to talk with someone who understands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, opening credits. Animated. Animated. Adorable. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, very, like, a good intro to character designs. Mm-hmm. And, like, a good use of such iconic character designs. Yes. Um, and I I really liked the fact that it was just, like, the characters and a blank background mm-hmm. for most of it. Like, mm-hmm. I know partially because they were, it's supposed to be a book, mm-hmm. so you're supposed to be flipping yeah. through a book. Yeah. But just getting to see those characters against just nothing really, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they popped, like, yeah. really well. And the colors are so great. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah, lovely opening credits. It was great. Um, oh, voice actors credited in the opening, which I'm wondering if it's because they grabbed all those Western actors, mm-hmm. so they were bigger names. Mm-hmm. But we've only seen voice actors credited in the opening credits a handful of times. Yeah, really. Um, but, so this is yeah, yeah, and so each each as each character was introduced, the um, voice actor. the voice actors listed to well, and they also got an an Oscar winning Brit. To do the voice of Prince John. Mm, wow. Yeah, like it's a big poll. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Like he like I don't know if he had been knighted at the time, but now when you look it up, there's a sir in front of his mm, name. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. And and one of the another trivia thing was like, yeah, they needed they needed him to come in and do some re-recording, you know, back in Burbank. And so they tried to track him down in London, they tried to track him down in New York, they tried to track him down in Tokyo. And it took him a while to figure out that he was um, filming a TV show a couple blocks away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Such is is the actor's life, I suppose. Oh, my gosh. So that's the 70s. I know. Especially when you just had landlines. I mean, Mm -hmm. knowing where someone was was not as easy as it is now. No. Although, like, can't you just call the agent or the agency? Like... 
I mean, apparently not. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, sorry. Um, and so we get our first um, Robin Hood and Little John doing the heist. Um, and we're into- uh, are we just skipping Udalali? <laughs> well, I mean, like Udalali is the lead up to that. Yeah. 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 Okay, I have a question, though. Um, so, if you're born a wolf, do you have to be a policeman? <laughs> like, is that just the rule? <laughs> I mean, I thought about that a lot in this movie, not with the wolf, but with the poor elephants. Yeah. Who all had to, like, trumpet yeah. their, their, not their mm-hmm. horns, their their trunks. Yep. Like, what if you're a little elephant and you're like, Mom, when I grow up, I want to be a painter or I want to play the drums. Nope. Well, I mean, you have to be a trumpeter. It's also medieval, medieval England. So if your last name is, if like your surname is Baker, then you're probably going to end up being a baker because your father was a baker and so was his. That's a fair point. That there wasn't a whole fair. lot of following your dreams in medieval England. I mean, but like in the like the middle and lower classes had a lot more social freedom and apprenticeships. So like That's just because it was easy to apprentice to your parents doesn't mean you had to apprentice to That's your parents. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, wolves are always. Law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. All Always. the wolves are law enforcement and like Well because because it um because a pig would be too on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. True, <laughs> true. true. <laughs> this is a very uh anti capitalist film. Well, anti feudalism film, at Which. least. <laughs> No ethical ethical production. <laughs> Late stage feudalism. No, not at all. Sorry, sorry to be self referential. <laughs> it's a callback. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so they're heist where they dress up as fortune tellers. Uh, there was no use of the G word. No, in this never. Scene. No, which and is I was great. I was prepping myself for it like the yeah. whole time. They never. They just talked about them as being women and fortune yeah, tellers. Yeah, and yeah. And there was never, like, a men in dresses moment. No. No, it was just straight up drag for a good cause. <laughs> and later, I, I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but, like, Little John has a very feminine apron that he looks fantastic in. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, it's them doing feminine chores. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no... Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no like, jokes like, about it. There's no, no... I mean, they talk about how... Robin Hood can't cook, but... Because mm-hmm. he's daydreaming. He's daydreaming. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't cook if I'm daydreaming either. <laughs> yeah. No, but wouldn't that be fun, like, to see their fortune teller looks in a drag show? <laughs> yes. There's a Disney bound. Yes! yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes! Oh, that would man. be so fun. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, but I, I was very, I was surprised that they didn't, mm-hmm. yeah. Good on them. Yes. Yeah. Um, and th- our introduction to Prince John <laughs> establishes him as a thumbsucker really quickly. Oh, real quick. so quickly. And it made me laugh because that because like something, I, had for- I remembered most of this movie, but I had forgotten that my family used to use that part, like, oh, look, Brooke, it's you, because <laughs> have I ever told you how old I was when I quit sucking my thumb? No, but I'd love to know. Take a guess. Seven. I was, like, ten or eleven, if it makes you feel better. I was nine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was six. Uh-huh. I did so. it for a really long time. No, like, the the big incentive that my that my mom used to get me to quit was, if you can go with that for a week... 
then you can pierce your ears. Ooh. And, you know, because we're white, and so, like, <laughs> otherwise it was going to be, you have to wait till you're 12. <laughs> and so I went that week. I never did again. And I got my ears pierced. Nice. I did only do it when I was sleeping. It just in my, no, my younger mm, self's I was, defense. I did not do it in public when I was that old. <laughs> no, I was... <laughs> yeah. In public all, all the time. time. Oh, all the time. Wow. And now I have anxiety, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe could have caught that a little earlier. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Um, and... Uh, let's see, what are my next notes? And another fun, another, uh, I, my notes are sparse, so my, ne- my okay. next, my next note is about Clucky, when mm. the kids go to meet her, so that's, um, that's skipping forward. Yeah, yeah. so they go they, from robbing to the sheriff collecting taxes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, really And that's before, when we made the observation. Before, before we get to that, yeah. I just have to say, I loved the gag of, like, when they're running away after they've, like, mm-hmm. done the heist of the arrows almost hitting little John in the back, but like he's like able to run a little faster into the arrows. <laughs> that visual gag just like I don't know yeah. why it brought me so much joy. I was like that's it's just so great. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um but that's as they're running away and then we move to the sheriff, so yeah. <laughs> then we're introduced yeah. to the sheriff who's also comes comes to us from whose voice also comes to us from westerns. Which and is... and Napoleon the dog from yeah. the Yeah. Um I mean, my next note is Sheriff of Nottingham is the Zodiac. But, um, Same. So he's going around collecting taxes off of the money that Friar Tuck is giving to them that Robin Hood just stole. Um, and then he steals from the family of rabbits, which is very, very mean. And then he steals from the blind old beggar. So we just know that this guy is a And it's jerk. not even just that he steals from the family of rabbits. He takes a child's birthday gift yeah. out of his hands. Yeah. Oh, it's so painful. Well, okay, so then, like, this whole scene feels very much like a, look, guys, Robin Hood's good with kids. Like, (laughs) but at the same time, he gives a child a weapon. So is he good with kids? It's kind of like his heart is there, but his, like, know-how is not quite... He's, like, mid-century man good with kids. (laughs) It's it's very reminiscent of... I I really... I don't know if either of you were Parks and Rec fans, but it's very... Okay. It's very reminiscent of when... um, Ron Swanson gives the little girl a landmine. Well, yes. I was going to go with when Ron Swanson goes to see um, Diane, who he eventually marries, and it's like, um, I saw you needed grout cleaner, so I got you grout cleaner. And then I also brought a table saw. I was going to teach the girls how to saw. And now that I say that out loud, I realize that's very dangerous. <laughs> and, like, that's just so, that's, mm-hmm. like, what Robin Hood was. Like, oh, this is great. It's what I do. They'll have fun. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that, like, mm-hmm. he's probably, like, turning six. Like, yeah, it was, it was somewhere between Ron Swanson and Thomas O'Malley on the good, yeah. with, on the, on the good with kids scale, but actually yes. being good with kids. <laughs> Like, that's the spectrum. Like, anything past Ron Swanson is bad with kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not saying Thomas O'Malley is the top of the spectrum. <laughs> there's, He's there's... just somewhere in that range of yes, the Yes, exactly. That's, that, that's what we have to work with <laughs> in this context. And, I, and there's I a dog outside. Sorry if you guys can hear her. 
I have a note. I don't know where it fell because I have it before the Zodiac Killer note, but I don't, I don't know. Just the visual gag of the snake, quote, folding his arms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. just, oh, everything they do with him visually, just like. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. So good. Um, yeah. That was definitely a really cool character design moment. And then, so, you know, he gives him a weapon for mm-hmm. his birthday. Yep. And then they, of course, all run outside yep. to go shoot it. Yep. And and the turtle hiding <laughs> in his shell is a big mood. Like, that was me as a kid. I was, like, the parental friend who was like, don't jump off of the playground onto the trampoline. You'll all die. <laughs> that was literally me. And so mm-hmm. I just, oh, I Were felt... Were you also the tattletale? No, I didn't ever, like, I, I didn't go tell on kids. I didn't like that. But I just, I was mm-hmm. the mom mm-hmm. in the group mm-hmm. always I, I just always wanted things to be done correctly <laughs> oh same the number one way that my brother used to um like if he wanted to annoy me about like when i was six and he was four he would sing the alphabet song a b c d e f goo goo h i g and that just drove me insane he'd sing the whole thing and like and each phrase would be goo goo and oh he's still gosh. very proud of himself like that this is a Honestly, u.s like, this is a u.s marine and somebody's husband and he's still very proud of that i mean to have that foresight as a four-year-old to be mm-hmm. like this annoys my sister <laughs> so i'm going to do it mm-hmm. that's I mean, he's also props to four-year-old him. He, he's also he's also one of my best friends. So. <laughs> yeah, I used to open my sister's Christmas presents for her because she didn't open them the right. Way. So I feel you on oh, the needing man. things to be correct. Oh man. Hmm. <laughs> Is there any Virgo in your chart by any chance? I don't think so. Actually, okay. I'm like all Gemini. Huh. Like all Gemini. Well, actually, I was saying earlier, I don't know where my Mars is. It's possible my Mars is the one thing in Virgo, but I don't know what Mars means. I don't think it's That's like aggression. Oh, okay. CoStar classifies it as sex and aggression. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd have to look it up. It's I like your remember. physical appetites. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, my whole start, my, I have four things in Gemini. Sun, moon... Mercury and Venus, and then I'm a Libra rising. I don't so I think just... I. Ha- I don't think I have any air placements at all. <clears throat> I'm all air. While we're I just on it. laughed when we first did my. Actually, it was Chase and I. We did my star chart for the first time several years ago, and we just laughed. While we're on <laughs> it, what's Robin Hood? I'm not good at placing other people because, as someone who's pretty much all Gemini, I just don't know anything about the other signs. <laughs> That's basically where I'm at. <laughs> Leo would be too easy. Yeah, yeah. He's not. A, he's not a Leo. Definitely fire, though. Mm, could he be an Aries? He's also too flighty to be an Aries. I don't know. He could be like a air fire blend. That's yeah, true. I was say maybe he's like a like air me. rising. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's a Leo rising, and then like a. Libra. No, he's not really a Libra, though. He does have some Gemini tendencies. He could be Scorpio, though. <gasps> like, he yeah. is a good example really of a solid Scorpio. Scorpio good person. Like, yeah. Scorpios don't have to be bad people. And no, they do not. <laughs> yeah. But he is that I mean, dude. And, I mean, like, who... Like, I guess that's right. Who better to be like, hey, let's rob the rich to feed the poor. <laughs> yes, than a Scorpio. Yeah. 
Scorpio is like the only sign I really like can place on people, which is why I never place it on people. Because <laughs> yeah. people get offended if you yeah. say that and you're wrong. <laughs> One of my best friends is a Scorpio, though. And he would be a Robin Hood-esque Scorpio. So my, there you go. My, my teenage brother is a Scorpio rising, but a SAG son. It's a... Oh, that's interesting. A, that's powerful, combo. but... Interesting. Chaotic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, then we meet Maid Marion, who is... Um, so she and Robin Hood are, like, almost identically designed. She's mm-hmm. not, like, overtly feminine other than she's in pink. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And she's well, like, she's got great lashes. Yeah, she We does. see that in her close-ups. Oh, yeah. So Which then yeah. it's sad for him, because then you show his close-up, and it's just not as impressive. <laughs> Really not. It's still him, though. <laughs> Did she and Clucky pass the Bechdel test here? I, I would have think to so. think so. I don't think so. And they're playing no. badminton doesn't count. What were they talking about while they were playing, playing badminton? Playing badminton. <laughs> okay, then yeah, they did. Technically, it counts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was just curious. I had to know. Like, hey, I think this spell yep. passes the Bechdel test. Oh, yeah. Clucky. By the skin of its teeth, but yeah. yes. <laughs> Clucky would also be a really fun bound. Mm-hmm. Oh, Clucky's just a fun character. Mm-hmm. And um, her, her voice actor is so perfect. Yeah. Like, ugh, just... What's her name? Carol I'm, Shelley. Carol Shelley. She did a great job. Yep. Mm-hmm. Such a good job. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, of course, the kids come. Mm-hmm. That's always really cute. Yeah. I, I remember really enjoying that as a little kid, because, like, um, like, oh, let's make this an adventure game. Oh, but then yeah. they're kissing. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, it was really sweet. I don't know how the turtle fit through that gate, though. That really <laughs> bothered me. Like that's kind of, So there's a lot of moments in this film where I felt like the characters in the foreground were not interacting well with the backgrounds. That's fair. Like, yeah. it was... It felt like... It almost felt like two different... It was like, here's the set that's been painted, and then we mm-hmm. move the characters over it, which I, we've talked off and on about being in the Disney Dark Ages, and that's where we are now. We're solidly in the Dark Ages, which is a bummer, because this is such a good film. Can I ask why it's called that? Because it's right after Walt died. And the oh, films from yeah, this era sense. are not traditionally considered good. Okay. Yeah, they have a slightly lower budget. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and some of them they had to make, there were issues in production that made it hard to get out on time. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I, I figured it was partially like just quality of film, but I was like, that's a really harsh thing to say. But right after well, he passes away, that makes perfect sense. Like the yeah. quality of this is much different than yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, and you and it is, you do see more, there are more visible like pencil lines mm-hmm. in, in films of this era, but that's charming, I think. Yeah, I think there's some inconsistencies in character work um, and like tiny things in this film, but it was just kind of like an, okay, like this is a low budget film, but it has a solid story. Mm-hmm. It does. I think more solid than some of the Silver Age films we watched, oh, yeah. certainly. Um, more than the sword and the stone. Yeah, definitely more than the sword and the stone, which I I think I spent a lot of time like mentally comparing it to mm-hmm. sword and the stone, and that makes sense. We they're have, both yeah. A, I mean, they're taking yeah. place in the same general area of. Yeah, we've unfortunately of, not watched Jungle Book yet because of the vault at the time <laughs> of this recording, but I wish I could compare it to Jungle Book. <laughs> same. Well, I mean, we also get um, what's his name as as a bear. At, like we will in when we finally watch Jungle uh-huh. Book. Um, yes, the voice actor. Who we... Phil Harris, I think? Yes, Phil yes. Harris. Tom Somali and Baloo the bear. And, and he opened his mouth once, and I 
I don't know if just because you like the like mm-hmm. I listened to the Aristocats episode or but I he spoke and I was like that is Thomas O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> like apparently Thomas O'Malley stuck with me. Yeah, because I haven't watched that movie in years either. He also yeah. What is it? What is it with these ginger animals? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, well, I, I start, Disney's good at character design. <laughs> I started a po- I started a Twitter poll during the movie. Oh, I did oh. not share my Twitter. What Disney's Robin Hood, hot or not hot? We are at twenty nine votes. Ninety percent say hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although full disclosure, I did marry a ginger, so I mean, <laughs> I don't know if my well, opinion completely counts. But it's <laughs> so like Robin Hood is great because he's like fun. Um, I'm just gonna say something I can't say on air. He's fun, and he is all about upsetting the status quo, and on the side of the downtrodden, and really good at archery, which has just always been cool to me. Mm-hmm. So, as a character, he's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is. attractive a character. It's his exact same model, except without the anthropomorphizing, but like the face is identical when you get to Todd in Fox and the Hound. I am not familiar with fox. Okay. Well, so Todd is an actual fox, not a Robin Hood (laughs) fox, Uh but he has the exact same face and expressions as Robin Hood. And so... Oh, I can picture the art, though. Yeah, you're right. It's weird, because I'm like, Robin Hood, super cool, super attractive. Oh, wait, now he's it's Robin Hood, but he's (laughs) an actual fox. I don't know how to feel about this. It could be the voice a little bit, too. Yeah, like yeah. just that, oh, yeah. just that, just that debonair. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit of swagger. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a perfect voice acting. Yes, yeah. like mm-hmm. he. Oh. Like if this had been a like a mid thirties like live action movie, I would have cast Fred, Fred Astaire. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and like it's not only like on top of all of that, he's very very sweet with Maid Marian in a way that we're not used to from our general protagonist. Yeah. Like he daydreams and burns the soup like yeah. he is and like in his love. life like his life is on the line and he and he is willing to be emotionally like yeah. vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I just say like dream proposal? Like the- <laughs> <laughs> I should have I knew it. I knew you were going to do this. But like think about it like running from the like evil government and like escaping jail and just like saying F the system and like proposing as you're like sword fighting off the bad guys and running off into the woods and you. then having a party with your friends. It's Such very a you. Gryffindor. <laughs> Very you. <laughs> yeah. Throwing pies and professing your love. It's great. Yeah. I don't feel the same feelings about that, but it is very See, you. For me, like, the, like, the real proposal could you could consider as, like, during the love song when I know, like they're walking behind the waterfall, yes. which would also like I don't know I don't know about other water signs, but I personally feel drawn to water a mm. lot. And so if Robin's a Scorpio, like <laughs> yeah, like you're gonna you're yep. gonna, you're gonna take your lady love to your lair by taking her behind a waterfall. Yeah, yeah. And I re- I always really loved that flower ring and then the oh, firefly. No. Oh, just the that. Fireflies in general in this movie yeah. are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I that was what I was most like taken with during that mm-hmm. song was just the 
Fireflies. The song itself was nominated for an Oscar, but it's kind of forgettable. But the scene itself reminded me a lot of, like, Lady in the Tramp and Cinderella, and it was that mm-hmm. montage love date sequence mm-hmm. that was, like, a poem. With mm-hmm. not, like, a full song, but mm-hmm. a nice poem, and it mm-hmm. felt... I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was another part where I was like, ah, oh, this is supposed to be Dark Ages, but this is a classic moment. This is very much a Walt moment. Mm-hmm. And lots of these, like, I fe- feel like Walt would have loved this story yeah. um, a lot. And I think uh, Walt would have kept the alternate ending if Walt were, like... Yeah, I would. I honestly think the alternate ending was probably cut for budgeting. It was a lot longer. That was something I, I noticed. Because like this it, film didn't feel long. Well, Mm-mm. it was the f- it was one of the first ones in, like, a long... Like, it was the first one since Fantasia to be longer than an hour, 20 minutes. Oh, really? Um, wow. Really? It did not feel... Didn't, no. No. Hmm. But it was a longer yeah. ending. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, and maybe by the se- early 70s, they decided not to be dark with children's entertainment. Because it was, that a was lot, also something that it I was a lot about. darker. Oh, it was wait, much darker. Wait, no, but 22 years later, you get you get Frollo. Yeah, so. I mean, it's yeah. just like, just they made a decision to cut it. I honestly imagine it was a budgeting decision. Yeah. Or, I mean, it could have been a time decision. I didn't realize this movie was already so long because it didn't feel long. Yeah. Or both. Yeah, could have been both. Could have been both. Yeah. Um, but, like, Ryan Thurman was a big budget man, so mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't matter now. But <laughs> the alternate ending um, in which Robin Hood is injured as they escape the burning castle. Pretty severely, it seems, too. Yeah, there definitely was blood dripping, which I thought was yeah. dark. Yeah. And, like, that might have been modified if it made it past boards. Yeah. Um, but then Prince John tracks him down to kill him. And as he Big Marion is nursing him back yes. to health, which, which I is thought was really sweet. Very sweet. I I did like that part. Yeah, it was it just the, everything else was so so dark. Yeah, yeah. But then King Richard shows up to stop Prince John, which I also thought was a much more powerful ending. Mm-hmm. I did too, because you really you only see Richard yeah. at the very 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 end, and he makes a dad joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which they make very early in the film. Yeah, but, but he just but repeats it, which makes it even more of a of dad a dad joke. joke. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is more, it would have been more powerful to have him yeah. come in and kind of, like, really see <laughs> him save the day. Yeah. 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 But, but. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, and then we get to, my next notes are for in the archery tournament. Yes. Oh, yep, mine. Oh, I have one other note about Maid Marian when she meets the kids, in which she goes, oh, who does this young archer remind you of? And I'm like... He's wearing the same hat that everyone in the 12th century wears. I don't know what you're talking about, Maid Marian. Like, Little John also wears this hat. Why is this a Robin Hood hat? Oh, that's a good point. It's Little John not. does wear it. Because, because, if, because if, you, if you like somebody, then... It smelled like him. <laughs> well, if you like somebody, like, you know, things that might be general but also apply mm-hmm. to them are going to be about them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> we can go to the archery tournament. Um, the costume, character costumes for this are fantastic. Are so fun. <laughs> I And I couldn't get over, like, I understand it's an animated movie. Like, I get that. How did he get his beak to move yeah. when he was talking and, even and have the tongue? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I understand it's an animated movie. But Master like, of disguise. He really is. I was just like, wow, this is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Very fun, and he, like, yeah, he like, 
It was very weird how much he looked like a bird. Get you, yeah. Get, yeah. Get, you a, get you a fox who can cosplay on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I almost called him Baloo. Uh, little <laughs> John does just as well. Yeah, oh my gosh, his, Duke of Chutney. his ill-fitting Duke of Chutney <laughs> costume. And it's nobody so comments on it. I love that, too. Nobody makes any, like, nobody cares that it clearly doesn't fit him. <laughs> clearly. And his his wig and mustache are so funny. <laughs> well, but they could have been cut from the uh, from from the fortune teller wig, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Resourceful. Yeah, yeah. they are. They're very resourceful. <laughs> They clearly don't have a lot. And I I love the the gag they do with Hissa where he's the balloon. The balloon. And that propeller and noise is just like, oh wow, that's one of the, my big childhood things with yeah, the that's propeller noise. My favorite part of twelfth century history is that they had helium. <laughs> <laughs> and and snakes latex. breathed it. Yeah. 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 Um <laughs> the I only had one really like cringy thing with this movie, and it was like She's going to kiss the winner. Yeah. You know, she's like, oh, yeah. I mean, I get it's it's a period movie. I mean, I yeah. get that. But she's like, oh, well, and you know that it's going to be it's going to be the person that you want it to be. But right. like, in general, those yeah. kinds of things are like scary. Yeah. yeah. You just go, oh, I'm so glad I wasn't alive in the 12th century. <laughs> <laughs> or if you were, you don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Um, and I, I just, we all laughed at the line where um, Robin Hood's been revealed and captured and Maid Marian is making a passion play and Prince John says, my dear emotional lady. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you know, we Why like, should all I? loudly rolled our eyes at <laughs> <Yeah>. that line. <laughs> and, it was, and his delivery of the line, too. Just, it was yeah. very... Huh. <laughs> Like, uh, women and their emotions. Like, dude, yeah. this whole movie has been about your emotions. <laughs> like, oh, my issues are like the central tenet of your character. <laughs> my my next note is um, Prince John feels very familiar. Kind of like we have our very own in charge right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we did make, you know? we did, we did make a couple of those illusions, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I just was like. Oh, this is like what it what he would be like without Twitter. It would just be IRL. <laughs> well, and I'm what, sure it is, but what you call did you didn't you call Hiss like Roger Stone with a, an accent or something? No, I didn't. You um, called him someone with an accent. I did. Oh no, it was me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to be generous. Sorry. <laughs> that something about someone with an accent. I didn't actually hear I, the whole comment. I call I called him Roger Stone with an accent. <laughs> I felt like I was like, mm, Hiss being advisor to a whiny, impulsive crybaby. Like, I feel this. this mm-hmm. Yeah, this feels familiar. It's relatable. In an unfortunate way. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 Which made, like, the scene where Friar Tuck is like, get out of my church. Like, way more, like, it hit me on a different level yeah. than it ever has before. Um, the whole yeah. second half of this movie yeah. was deeply relatable. I mean... Again, I haven't watched this movie since I was a kid, so I hope I wouldn't have like, <laughs> understood the political intricacies. Yeah. But oh, so relatable to yeah 2019 America. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and one thing I very much appreciated was <laughs> that during like there was kind of a football lesson. <laughs> yes. With, Lucky. Well, but also. My USC Trojans fight song is played. It is a classic. Uh, I mean, you hear it and you're like, 
Yep, this is a fight on, fight on. So actually, um, my fight, my note that says fight on is as big as my note for a drag for a good cause. So that's how important it is, despite um, despite the the um, the problems that the USC financial aid office and I have had in the past. <laughs> um. Oh, I <laughs> I have a note here about Maid Marian saying why not to his like extensive honeymoon plans is mm-hmm. like a big rich mood not yeah, big, again yeah, yeah. dream proposal Lon- london yeah. london normandy, normandy sunny, sunny spain, spain. <laughs> why not why not <laughs> oh man uh was, I, my, was my spain joke good i don't remember what you said i don't either oh well and i said well that that, that actually does sound nice because by the time i get married the uh sagrada familia might be done <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I don't, I don't know if that poor thing is ever going to be done. <laughs> that, that that was the point. Yeah, <laughs> you yes. don't know if you're ever going to get married. <laughs> like I think I might, but it just, I am getting impatient because, um, I am friends with many people who are already married and have been married for a while. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and some of them are younger than me too, and so that. Like I am not, I am not old, but I feel old. Yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. like an old maid. I know I'm not. No, I just feel like I am. Not. <laughs> so also in like kind of I think around the football scene, which I just love that so much, mm-hmm. and also featured the Wisconsin fight song. That's okay. I should say that. <laughs> Maybe it was because Friar Tuck is a badger. <gasps> mm-hmm. ah! I love it. That's I'm gonna a, go with that. That's a good one. We'll figure out the. I'm sure USC was just because they all went to USC, but we're going to go with Friar Tuck as a Badger, so they had to have the Wisconsin fight song. Um, but I want to say that the crocodile trying to call attention in the middle of mm-hmm. all of this chaos, <laughs> I want to say that's a big Virgo mood, maybe? Yeah. Like, like a, a call to order. Yeah, yeah. like, I just need Control. everyone to, like, <laughs> listen, <laughs> chill for a second. Virgo Libra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I've already yeah. disclaimed I'm very bad at. <laughs> I I am still learning too. I oh know I know very little about air signs. <laughs> I pretty much just know the memes, to be honest, and that's what I use to base all of my sign judgment. <laughs> yeah. I only know the air signs because I'm just um I'm a living er, yep. I'm a living wisp of air. <laughs> <laughs> but I just that I also just deeply related mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. crocodile standing up and trying to call attention in the middle of the chaos because I was also the kid in school who thankfully I got over this eventually in middle school but I was the kid in school that would shush the rest of the class when the <sighs> teacher was trying to talk. <sighs> I, yeah, it did I, not make me popular. I recently subbed for a music teacher, and I ran rehearsals, and um, I had to turn the choir over to a couple of kids because one of their songs has choreography. Oh. Oh, and <laughs> there were a couple of those kids, like, one section was like, I don't, you know, this choreography isn't going to work, we, we can't go outside and practice it because of the rain, how are we going to do this on stage, like. So they had big choreography. Yeah. Hmm. Like, not not super big, but like too big for the room according to some people and maybe that's some kids like shh listen to what the choreographers are saying and I, I was just like I don't know like it just brought back a good bad the best the worst memory of when that was happening in choir when I was the kid in choir like I don't know if I shushed other people but I was definitely the one who was like 
let's just listen to the people mm-hmm. who are in charge. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. it was a it was a fun day. <laughs> yeah, I was that kid. <laughs> but I wouldn't even like say anything. I would just shh. I'm sure that was really fun. For yeah, listeners. yeah, that was immediately like mm, you can edit that, that out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that before I did it. No, that's a, uh, that the, that um. That, that spike would, would look good on the Instagram. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, I just related to that crocodile. Mm-hmm. And then we have our fun, like, we just got engaged, yeah. you know, thing. And then it turns into a party. Yeah, party, and they party, party. write songs making fun of Prince John. Yes. And you get the Western mood back big yeah. time. Yes. Oh, yeah, this is a hoedown scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man. It is so And it's just fun. so nice to, like, see them enjoying themselves. Yeah. After just, like, just mm-hmm. everything we've seen so far of, like, the commoners, basically, has been... Suffering. Suffering. Yeah. And so yeah. getting to see them, like, rally around this, like, wonderful thing of love and, like, love... This moment of victory. Yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. And they get to, like, enjoy that and celebrate and... Yeah. Have hope. Yeah. We're just... In- we're not quite at the time that Man with a Thousand Faces is written, yeah. but we're getting very close. And this film, I think, more than many Disney mm-hmm. films we've watched so far, follows that traditional story arc um, mm-hmm. in a very good way. I think that's part of why I like the alternate ending so much is because mm-hmm. it wraps that traditional story up much better. Yeah. But like, this is the high point right before everything gets awful that we're so used to in a traditional film story. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you, even even the sheriff and Hiss are, are into the song. <laughs> yep. That's how big a hit it oh, is. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. And the fact that, and then when Hiss is like, I don't know exactly what he says, but, oh, they just got him spot on. Like, that's exactly what he's like. And you're like, oh, you're his, like, tr- most trusted advisor. And, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Everyone knows he's a big whiny baby. Except mm-hmm. for him. Except for him. <laughs> I don't know. He might even know it and just like. Not there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyway. That and then puts... that leads to everyone getting arrested. Yeah. Because there is no protect protection of speech or assembly in this society. <laughs> in that society. But there is in this one. <laughs> yeah, and so everyone's in jail, so I don't know how you collect taxes when you've killed your entire economy, but that's fine. Well, I don't think it, he was thinking that one through. You know, <laughs> well, think. and Friar Tuck is set to be hanged, which also feels Western. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I was also very surprised that you actually see the gallows. Mm-hmm. That was pretty, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just for a Disney film, mm-hmm. like, that you know... Mm-hmm. We're going to get to a point soon where that would never... I think seeing the gallows themselves doesn't seem that bad. If we saw Fire Tech being led to the gallows, yeah. that would be different. Although I did personally feel like... Because whenever they do capture him and they yeah. put the thing oh, around yeah. his neck, he has his hood down. Yep. And that yep. was that gave me chills in a real mm-hmm. bad way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is a real sweet scene... Um, Bef- right, like re- leading up to Fire Tuck's mm-hmm. arrest with the with the um, Sexton and his wife, and church mice giving mm-hmm. their last. Yeah, like I, my mm-hmm. my note says widow mites. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's just was, like oh they man, were so sweet. Like when things are terrible and their own safety and livelihood is at risk, they're still like 
we got to be looking out for other people. That's yeah. number one because that's what church is about. Yeah. yeah. It was really... And that whole... Uh, you see that throughout the film of, like, the people who have nothing want to give to mm-hmm. the people who they think have less than them. Yeah. Even though they all have nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's just such a sweet, wonderful... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The backside of it's not so great, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The humans coming together to yes. support one another. Humans? <laughs> well, it's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the gallows, like, another thing that made it feel very Western-y was when this is our largest collection of Western stars in one thing, you get the sheriff and you get Nutsy and Trigger. <laughs> His name is Trigger. Yeah. I mean, how much more and, Western And his crossbow was named Old Bet, Old Betsy. Old Betsy. <laughs> and talks about having the safety on or yeah. all that on. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was thinking while I was watching this, those great arrow gags of the arrow just going mm-hmm. back and forth and back mm-hmm. and forth. I was like, man, I would love Mythbusters to do an episode <laughs> on that because it would just be entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, and they're just such fun characters. Like they're yeah. not in the sh- they're not in there for very long, but they stick with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. And they definitely have you know. Now I know why your mom always called you Nutsy. <laughs> or um, the fantastic one o'clock and all is well. well. And then the clock strikes strikes three. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh man, such a good gag. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like they're iconic and they're well designed and they're well okay. spoken. I was gonna ask something, but then I just realized it's from the Jungle Book, and you have. Haven't gotten to watch the Jungle Book yet. Are they, the vultures? The vultures are they? They no. The vultures. Well, I I. Well, I know the vultures in the Jungle Book are the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. But they still. Maybe it's another. Maybe there's another Disney movie that has birds that look like this, but they they look like something else to me. I was thinking, but maybe I was just thinking of the vultures in the Jungle Book. It's possible. Maybe wouldn't know. I'll figure it out yeah. later. Yeah. But. I was thinking these ones distinctly don't look like the ones in the Jungle Book, from what I remember of the Jungle no, Book. No, I remember them looking very, like, more like more realistic from the neck down, but from the neck up, straight up beetles. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Maybe, I'm trying These to think. ones remind me of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, the flamingos. That's what it is. That's what it is. They I'm have trying to think, that I have scene. the image, I was like, oh, I hear what you're saying. I'm picturing, like, it being choked and strangled, and it just took a while <laughs> to work out the rest of what was going that's on. That's what it yeah. is. Because I was well, like, they look like something, but yeah, I just, or like when, could think of the when Robin disguises himself as Trigger, like, mm-hmm. the sock that he puts yeah. on his nose, and like, oh, that's very, that's, that's, that's a Mary Blair flamingo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for coming up with that. Welcome. <laughs> That's bothering me. <laughs> and they they stage jailbreak. Yeah. Robin Hood and Little John, just them. They do oh a great job gosh. at it too. Yeah. Um Same they would have gotten away with it if it weren't for Robin having to go back for the last two bags of gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do weirdly like again, I don't I don't think I've seen this movie that much and it was a long time ago. I vividly, before we sat down and watched this movie, remembered the the pulley system. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know why that stuck with my young brain, but it was like the only thing I vid like seen I vividly mm-hmm. remembered, mm-hmm. and it held up. It was great, just watching him just and I love Robin's expressions, like listening to Prince John sleeping and like yeah doing stuff in his sleep and his just like disgust. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> While he's trying to like tie the money up, he's still just like I 
Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> just why? Uh, just those little, it's just little, you know, yeah. those little things yeah. that they add in. It's just so great. Yeah. And then the heightened drama of, oh no, my baby. <laughs> oh, that killed me. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, and the little one saying, wait, mama. I know. <laughs> just, uh, and then Robin Hood rescues them all and saves the day. Yay. And then there's a fire. <laughs> and there's a fire. I love the I love the look of those flames. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've talked off and on about fire animation. Mm-hmm. This is pretty good. This is pretty solid fire. Mm-hmm. It um, reminded me very that whole fire scene. The way that it was, it reminded me very much of the Jungle Book. Which again, mm-hmm. I realize you have not gotten to watch yet, but yeah. We'll take your word for it. Yeah. Yeah. With the it was just very trying to use the fire against the good guys and then the good guys are able to like turn it back on the bad guys and then trap the bad guys and it was very mm-hmm. very similar mm. yeah from what I remember it's been so long since I watched Jungle Book mm-hmm. I don't know why this movie evoked so much Jungle Book in my brain I haven't watched it in a long close. time yeah I haven't watched it in a long time either right? I think so um, and um, who's the animator who <sighs> he worked on he did Shere Khan and Lil John. um <clears throat> I don't remember his name off the top of my head because I did not do the research for this film. <laughs> but, um... Oh, yeah, another research thing before mm-hmm. I forget it. This was uh, the last... Even though, you know, not all nine old men had been there, this was mm-hmm. the last one that all old nine men got to see before mm-hmm. the first one died. Oh. <laughs> that is a good research fact. A sad mm-hmm. one, but a mm-hmm. good one. So, this is kind of going back because I had it in my notes later, but, um... Also on like the honeymoon. Milk call. Milk call. Milk call. Yeah. Um. Speaking of just like outside information, um, I think it's actually really funny that Robin Hood talks about a honeymoon mm-hmm. because the etymology of that word it does not appear until the 16th century. Same with the word scurvy. Really? Yes. That 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 um, word came up a lot. Yeah. I was like, they're saying scurvy a lot. Did they actually say scurvy? Well, to be fair, 12th century England, they would have spoken Old English. So they wouldn't have said our word Maybe anyway. Middle English. Yeah, right. True. But scurvy came from a Middle English word, so it would oh. not have been around during Prince John's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> it said, like, 1546 is, like, the first recorded right. use of it. And wasn't it more of, like, a Scandinavian thing originally? That I didn't... I didn't. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe because I associate mead. It's a mead thing, mm, and mead is no. It was what I what I read, which it maybe it, maybe it comes from both. Um, was that it was the the month because the moon, like mm-hmm. the month after marriage, like your mm-hmm. first month of marriage, is like the sweet sweet part before mm-hmm. things get hard. Mm-hmm. So, but it's very possible that it has that to be with mead. like that. Like you would be gifted a month's worth of mead, which oh, is okay. made from honey. Which I would... I don't, why didn't I get that as a wedding gift? <laughs> you didn't ask for it. I didn't. I should have. <laughs> I absolutely should have. I love mead. It's delicious. Got to go to a meadery in Maine when we were there a couple months ago, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, weren't you and your husband just saying you should get married again last night? So, get yes. more gifts. <laughs> yes. We liked the gifts aspect. Yeah. That was a nice, that was a nice bonus. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> Um, but yeah, that's totally possible to, yeah, get a month's worth of mead. Yeah, I don't know. Both. But anyway, Both point being, it was an, it was, it was mm-hmm. an anachronism that they used the word. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That is okay. I mean, they also had folk singers 
and southern accents. Yeah. Wait, didn't he name like all the places the Crusades were happening? No, the Crusades were in the Middle East. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of the when Spain became Catholic. Normandy. Nor they went to Normandy, London, Normandy, Southern Spain. Spain. Well, yeah. and at this point, England was still Catholic too. Yeah. Yeah. Not for much longer, but. I also do not have a grasp on that period of history <laughs> at all. So for me to no, even like try England, to criticize England, it, England is going to be Catholic for another three, four hundred years. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't knew that. I was. I think that what I'm thinking of was there was a lot of um, violence in oh, Spain. Oh, oh, Spain you're talking became, about the Moors. Yes. Yeah. That's, I got them kicking out up. the Moors. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, but I still don't think that's the right century. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, I was like, wait, did he just say he was going to take her on a honeymoon to war zones? <laughs> But no. 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 Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Normandy, wouldn't that at that time have been under control of Britain? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Isn't it part of what Eleanor of Aquitaine had? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She had a huge Well, I mean, and really it would have been Norman... I don't know. No, it was was long enough after the Norman invasion. Yeah. They were were their own thing at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, enough about <laughs> European history. Um, that we don't actually, like, have a good handle on. Most of what I know about it is what the stuff I've been working on for my grandparents' genealogy. It turns... I mean, most most Europeans, you go back far enough, you might find some... You're going to find some European royalty. I decided to stop doing the handwritten pages once I got back to Wales. 400? Mm, wow. 400? You got back that far? That is impressive. <laughs> Actually, I can keep going. I mean, other people have done a lot of the research, and so it's just connected online. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But That's I don't want to go back to, like, St. Rowena or whatever. <laughs> I have one part of my family that, like, has done a lot of genealogy research, and the legend in my family is that we go all the way back to King Arthur's court. That someone oh, sat at the family? round table, not your side oh, of the family. Oh, man. Um, and also not on your side of the family. We're related to the guy who betrayed Braveheart. So. <laughs> I think I, there is... Of course I got the lame side of the family. There, There isn't... That's actually um, on my Welsh line is the potential Arthur. Yeah. Mm. We are all King Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> for me apparently (laughs) although i am for sure related to a very famous missionary her name is lottie moon on my dad's side hey my dad's mom's side of the family nice are the moons yep that's cool yeah oh my gosh yeah i don't know how i'm related to her couldn't tell you but no she was a she was in a book about um u.s chinese relations i read last year oh Mm -hmm. no two years ago but yeah, cool. Yeah, I I'm related to her somehow. <laughs> Not sure how, but yeah. Nice, nice. Not as cool as King Arthur, but <laughs> yeah. No. I don't even know how true that is. I just my grandmother told me once, and I was like, okay, <laughs> that sounds fake, but okay, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, don't uh, don't fight that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my notes ended like after the party. So. <laughs> that's the end of my notes. Oh, you know, we didn't talk about the deleted scene. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I have one other one. Okay. When they're, this is, again, like, right at the end, when they think that Robin Hood has been shot, mm-hmm. 
and the I don't, what's the rabbit's name? Skippy. Skippy. Mm-hmm. And when Skippy says to little John, but he's going to be okay, isn't he? And little John, mm-hmm. like, looking and then looking back and looking at him again and trying to, de- you can see in his head, he's trying to decide, okay, do I lie to him? Yeah. Or do I break his heart and tell him the truth? Like, and so he just chooses to say nothing. And I just thought that was such a poignant mm-hmm. moment of, like, an adult with a child mm-hmm. in a really, like, tragic yeah. situation and it was just and really skippy's old enough done. to figure it out because yeah. he does and it oh. well and i know like, so well done we haven't watched jungle book yet but that moment gave me real tailspin vibes <laughs> i was like balloon no oh no this is like tailspin all over again <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, i just thought that was i i noted that because it was just a really yeah. beautifully yeah, done it was, it was. Mm-hmm. I remember specific. I have a vivid memory for some reason of watching it as a kid, and then turning my dad and be like, "Dad, I don't get it. Like, I don't get this whole ending scene. Mm-hmm. Not because I didn't get like other oh, things Robin Hood said, but I didn't understand the read. So my dad was like, "Oh, you breathe underwater," and he'd like explain to me the mechanics of breathing underwater. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't know what a read was either. Why would like, you? I mean, I don't live near a river. I just thought it was reads. a straw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure I did. Yeah. I probably didn't get that it was a read. Yeah. But. Yeah, and then there's a cute, you know, the wedding, the dad oh, joke, yeah. <laughs> and then our villains are all breaking rocks in mm-hmm. uh, prison stripes. Mm-hmm. And it's the royal rock quarry yeah. site, I think oh. is all it said. Something but I just like, thought it was like funny rock, that it was... rock breaking site or yeah, something. Yeah, it, but it was the royal one, and I just <laughs> thought that was... That was just... It was fun. A nice little... We'll add. A button. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And so then there's a deleted scene, sequence, like a long scene, basically, that made it through boards, but mm-hmm. was cut from the final film, where they have, like, one of Prince John's schemes is to send a love letter to Maid Marian and Robin Hood each, that, and then kill them both, which, like, yeah, that's we'll his kill, cousin. <laughs> we'll kill two lovebirds with one arrow. No. <clears throat> wow. It's like, that's... Yeah. It's a little violent, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> I did like the character of Tiny, the giant messenger pigeon. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness, he that was, was oh that was great. Although I was very concerned that they had like catapulted him and then murdered him because they're like, oh, what is this sack of sticks? Yeah. Like, oh, that's it was, it was fun to watch your faces. <laughs> <laughs> I was very horrified. I was like, like, who oh would my. who would you have cast as his voice? Because he's also supposed to be a great singer. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. You gotta do this one, Brooke. Yeah, you're much... 73. Oh, and I definitely yeah, can't do it. Like, I, I was, was thinking like... modern people. I definitely couldn't do it for 73. Wish I could. The easy... The lazy choice would have been Chris Christopherson. But if you were doing a real Western, mm-hmm. then you would have gotten Johnny Cash, I think. I think. Oh, it yes. could have been. It could have been fun to have Johnny Cash. That would have been really fun. Especially yeah. for, like... A fat messenger pigeon? That would have been, that would have been such a fun, like, people would have loved that. Yeah. 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 I would have got, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're done, yeah? Yeah. That wraps up this film. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I didn't think I wasn't going to, but it was just like, it was really fun. Yeah. I'm sad I didn't know it better as a kid. Like, I'm glad I watched it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what's your so sh Yeah. Um, so, you can... I'm sometimes funny on Twitter, so if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am... Oh, man. Hold on. I just got married, and I just mm-hmm. changed it. Give mm-hmm. me one moment. I almost gave my old one, which would not have been helpful. 
Um, okay, I am at obsright underscore. Underscore is important. Mm. It's not me otherwise. Oh. Um, and that's another obsright with a W? Yes, apparently. I had to do it on Instagram, too. So, yeah, same thing on Instagram. I am not that entertaining on Instagram, <laughs> but I am sometimes funny. So, you know, feel free to follow along. And as always, you can find us at Cast on Twitter and Insta. You can find me personally at Brookamimi. Me at Chaser Tiff. You can email us. I didn't check the email today. Not that I check every day, but... <laughs> but, now, but now that we're recording after Val has said, please, everybody email them. <laughs> oh, it's true. That's true. Um, I'll check it right now. Yeah. Um, I uh, did check it when we were publishing, because I had to email the up to Val. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's an email. Oh, it's from Twitter. <laughs> Yay, Twitter emailed us. Mm-hmm. Woo! But yeah, Aubrey, thank you so much for coming all this way to I come know, hang out right? with us. Having me, this was so fun. I have just, I thoroughly enjoyed the podcast. So it's, and you got an audience with sushi and everything. I did. That was a, oh, that was an honor. I was so happy to finally, finally meet the famous sushi. <laughs> nope, no, no emails. Else. Not even from Twitter. Um, oh, that login was you, right? Because that is the email yes. that we got. It said it was <laughs> yeah. in that city. Yeah, so I it was. Well, probably yeah, you. it was probably after. I re- it was after I redownloaded it. I think. It's a Sue Safari, but anyway. Whatever. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, um, please rate and review on iTunes. That we got like finally five five star ratings, which like probably our moms and best friends <laughs> but like rate and review on itunes is kind of yeah, like, cool because that's right what you the th- podcasting like thing. write what you think about it because that you know that helps people find it like if you're not willing yeah. to, to rate it but to like write about why you like it yeah that'll get people interested and if you think that this is interesting then you should tell other people about it yeah and like one, like, sit down with your friends and watch a Disney movie. That is, like, like, honestly, the best thing this podcast has done for me is that once a week, I sit down mm-hmm. and I get to watch a Disney movie or short. Like, it's just so chill. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing, too, like, if you comment and we know what you like, like, do you want us to summarize the film chronologically or do you want us to spend <laughs> ten minutes talking about British actors? And <laughs> <laughs> 12th century European history. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah, rate and review would be fantastic. Um... We're also on Spotify and Google Play and all those fun mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a drawn out close. podcast is in no way affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its subsidiaries. The views expressed in this podcast by its hosts and its guests belong solely to those people and are not in any way representative of Disney nor any of our employers. Thanks for listening.